Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to my weekly update. Now many of you will have listened to the Chancellor Rishi Sunak going through the budget for an hour at the dispatch box this week. I think there are two things that I'd probably pick out as, as positive for some of our members. Firstly, the continuation of the annual investment allowance until 2023. And secondly, the business rates relief I know will be appreciated by many diversified businesses. But it was enormously disappointing not to see a support package to basically invest in our international trade platform. This is something I've talked with government about for a long time. And there's been a lot of warm, warm words, quite honestly, about international trade and opportunities for our farmers. I've continually made the case that Australia has 22 agricultural councillors, New Zealand has very similar, and currently the United Kingdom only has two people, one in China, one in the Middle East, and 80% of their salaries are funded by us as farmers out of the levy. So we really do need to see government step up uh, and, and invest and be prepared to work in partnership with the industry if we are going to open up these market opportunities. It doesn't just happen overnight. You know, it takes four to 10 years to open up new markets. So that was, was for me, the real downside. But alongside that, this week, we also saw the report come out from the EFA Committee on the Sustainable Farming Incentive, the SFI, uh, as the foundation scheme for the future of ELMS, the Environmental Land Management Scheme, and mirroring very similar concerns, if I'm honest, to what the NFU has been saying, and indeed why we have called for a delay and a complete review both of the programme and also of delivery, which, of course, has not been piloted. So the EFRA committee are, are making many points, but they are absolutely demanding a full impact assessment, bearing in mind the current situation with massively rising costs, the huge challenges of labour. So it'll be very interesting to see how the government respond to that EFRA committee report. And, of course, very ably chaired by Neil Parrish, who is known to many of you and a great friend to the farming sector. Now, I'm off to COP this coming week in Glasgow. I should be up there for the first week. Deputy President Stuart Roberts will be up there for the second week. And people coming in, as they do for COP, from all over the world. And I'm really delighted on various different days to be working with the World Farmers Organisation the NFU has been part of the World Farmers Organisation for quite a while now, and it is a very powerful group. Indeed, it was through the World Farmers that we managed to get a seat at the table at the World Food Security Committee, which until recently had never had farmer representation on it. And so it is the, the same with climate change, a real opportunity to work collaboratively together. And of course, a, a real stronghold for the NFU here. Um, because having set our target of achieving net zero with, I have to say, the right policies in place by 2040, and of course it's legislated to get there by 2050 by this government. So we really have to start talking about, you know, the global changes, the global opportunities of getting to carbon neutral food production. And I feel we couldn't be better placed to, to do that. So a lot of meetings um, and a lot of opportunities to share what is going on. The World Farmers is very much a grouping of African subsistence farmers, the Russians, the Europeans, the US, Australians, New Zealanders. Pretty much every country in the world is represented. 
except for the Chinese and a few others at the moment, but the Chinese definitely thinking about coming on board, but it's powerful. And it really is the only way we are going to tackle climate change. I think the demonization of, of farmers as we go forwards is felt globally. And there's a real strong commitment, particularly on behalf of, of livestock, but also on behalf of the cropping and growing sector, that we absolutely need to be championing sustainable food production and pitching agriculture uh, as the opportunity to drive another revolution that really does change lives across the world. So a lot of opportunity there for us, uh, a lot of interest in the press. I don't know whether many of you got to read the mail on Sunday uh, last weekend, but I did a whole page spread in there. It's so important to keep our voice being heard um, at this extraordinary time. So anyway, please, as ever, do uh, stay safe. Please do look after yourselves. And I really look forward to speaking to you again next week. No doubt it will probably be from Glasgow. Many thanks.